Welcome to Bucks Insider Live. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith, and we are doing a very special creamsicle <laughs> version of our show. We got the memo. We did, which I love. We didn't even have to send no. a memo. We just showed up, and we, we were like the Spider-Man meme. Of like, <laughs> look at you. Look at this. I mean, obviously, we had to do this today because unless you've been living under a rock, you know that the creamsicle jerseys were announced yesterday. We've known they were coming for a long time, but we just hadn't seen them. Look at this majestic video. First of all, this shout video. out to our whole production team. This was a really long process to get this all made and done, and it took a lot of effort by a lot of people. It turned out so well. It's a great. And so many, I mean, you see, Look at my, Allstott. All, Allstott, Rondé, Derek, you got all the former players, you got your current stars and people helping all put this together, showing that this is something that is really the entire Bucks history and family all coming together to promote these jerseys. And if these current players look like they're excited about this, it's not theater. Yeah. We know from these guys from the shoots and, and just seeing them behind the scenes, they are excited about this. They are really thrilled. They've been waiting for it for a long time. Levante David actually got to wear it once, but none of these other guys have worn it before. Yeah, they really were excited. I remember on the asset shoot day, in particular, the reaction I remember is Carlton Davis, and I know we have it on video, so I don't know if now that the jerseys are out, we might be putting that out. We'll see. But he basically acted like he was fainting. Yeah. <laughs> like he was so was excited about it. I love all those reactions. And you know what, though? It is not just the current players that are having some reactions. We also saw there were some celebrities in this video. One is Burt Kreischer. This guy, if you don't know who he is, he is a comedian. He is very, very funny. And he is a diehard Bucks fan. The Bucks sent him a custom jersey for him. And uh, he obviously was so excited. <laughs> this guy also very expressive man so it's very <laughs> exciting to get to have him reacting you can see he's in the reveal video he's i mean he's famous for performing without his shirt on Apparently, so yes. yes this is part of it and so then also of course Mike's, he got to meet mike allstott and who, who's was, in pretty good shape oh, yeah just a tiny bit mike allstott looks like he could still just right up the middle <laughs> jeez <laughs> that guy's been working out a tiny bit Bert was basically saying, and we have a video of it, that he's like, you know what? Our stomachs basically are the same. They look basically, he said, I also not just shaves his. He said that's the only difference. <laughs> They're both very striking. <laughs> yes. So we loved that. And then also right before the release, Luke Combs was performing in Tampa, and we saw that he was also excited about the creamsicles, that he rocked the hat while he was up there performing in Raymond James Stadium, which was very cool. And then he also was met by a very special guest of the Buccaneers. We had Tristan Wirfs up there with him and of course shotgunning a beer to death together loved this <laughs> that was you could just look tristan's that's, living his best life that's some pre pre training camp training for tristan works right there yeah that guy i mean he we've seen he can do whatever he wants he can shot the gun the beer he can jump out of a pool he's always ready he's always <laughs> ready for football which was so great and then another current player that was very excited about it rashad white I love this guy. He's excited about everything. He's at everything. And he was tweeting, even like counting down the minutes to the release. He could not wait for it, was so pumped when he was trying it on. And uh, so we had to give him a shout out because he had been so excited in his number one cream school. His jersey. new number. His new number. There's a good look at it. And his new spot in the Buccaneers backfield. That is very back. true. And then it uh, it's a good segue into NFL Network. Good Morning Football did a breakout star second year player uh, segment and they talked about Rashad which I think we would all here agree with yeah the good thing about th this prediction is that 
for one thing, he's going to have the opportunity. He played in about 49% of the offensive snaps last year. He'll probably get more like 75% this year, especially if he shows like he did in college that he can be a special producer with uh, in the passing game, getting the ball out in space and making guys miss. So I think that's a good pick on their part. Yeah, I agree with that. And <clears throat> now it is time for our weekly trivia segment. So what do you have Which also for pays today? homage to our topic of the day. I would expect nothing less. The trivia question for today is only two players in Buccaneers franchise history have played in at least 50 regular season games in both the orange and white uniforms and the current red and pewter, pewter uniforms. Mm -hmm. Can you name those two guys? Ooh, interesting. Have you thought about this one at all? I, I thought about it a little bit, but again, as you know, I'm not really great at the uh, <laughs> the older Bucks trivia. Right. I like it to be in the previous eight seasons that I have been a part of. <laughs> but we'll see if anybody else out there has throw it. Throw out some names. Yep. So name, if, even if you don't know both, if you know anything, just throw out some suggestions. If you have your answer underneath our Facebook Live video, that's where we're going to pull from. So again, if you have some ideas or suggestions, throw it underneath our Facebook Live video, and we will try to show some of those later in the show. So now we know, again, the cream school, the big news of the day, but we are also so close to training camp. The dates have been announced, so if you haven't seen all that, head to Buccaneers.com where you can see the general uh, open day for fans. You can see the Women of Red Day, the military day. There's a night practice, a lot of really cool things, which is going to be great. So we thought we'd also look at a little bit of some of these battles that people are going to be excited to watch in training camp when they come out to see. Yeah, we're just about two weeks away from training camp. I think two weeks from now they'll be practicing. It's the first open practice is until the 30th, but uh, when they get there, there's going to be some battles that are going to pick up in earnest. Now, this is all not binary. Not all these things really are as black and white in this. It's not necessarily one versus two. There could be other people in the mix. But obviously the big one is Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask battling to be the starting quarterback. Another one everybody's going to be looking at is with Rashad White moving into the number one role. You generally in the NFL don't use one guy as a bell cow back anymore. So there's surely going to be a second guy that's going to have the next biggest role. Is it going to be Keyshawn Vaughn in his fourth year, the last year of his contract, or Chase Edmonds, the veteran who's had some good seasons and can catch passes really well. Uh, so that's one. A wide receiver four, if you consider Russell Gage the three, presuming he's healthy heading into camp. Is it Trey Palmer as a guy that can stretch defenses? Is it Devin Tompkins, who kind of is a versatile guy and also might help you on kick returns, which Trey Palmer might too. Might Beyond that, it's a lot of really young guys. Uh, cornerback three, this is the one that's a little bit hazy because Zion McCollum Oh, is I see what you did there. Oh, I didn't even do it on purpose. Look at that. You're yeah. just already so <laughs> into the dad joke mode that uh, you do I will accident. admit that, but I, yeah, I guess I generated them without even trying. Yep, now. I like that. Um, you know, Josh, hey, Zion McCollum may or may not be in the mix for that uh, nickel role, but third cornerback could also mean who's your third guy in if one of your two outside guys isn't playing. Uh, you know, D. Delaney might be in the role for running for the slot job too, but who's the guy that would you would consider third on your depth chart? Is it the rookie who's kind of versatile, might play in the slot? Is it Zion McCollum who has a little bit of experience and is a bigger guy that could play on the outside? And then that fourth guy in the rotation, if you consider it to be Joe Tryon, Shayinka, Shaq Barrett, and Anthony Nelson as the first three, you got two draft choices. The third round pick, Yaya Diaby, or the sixth round pick, Jose Ramirez, both of them have a lot of traits. Both of them, you know, need to get a little bit more polished. Which one will show up the most in training camp to be that guy who's fourth in the rotation? And one position that we know is not a battle is uh, your top wide receiver spots. <laughs> and uh, Mike Evans is a guy that we know. It's not like we're wondering what he's necessarily going to be, but we are still watching for some things in terms of some numbers that he could hit, which everyone is used to every year. There's always been some milestone mm -hmm. that Mike Evans has been going for. And he's for. already passed most of them. And he's already passed most of them, but that does not mean we're without any this year. So 
So what is something fans can stay on the lookout for? I'm glad you found a good segue for that because I'm like, this one doesn't really fit in with the rest. But I swear, I just... <laughs> That's my job. I, I just ran across this note in the NFL's new record and fact book. I didn't know this one before a couple of days ago. So I like, I got to throw this one out mm -hmm. there because everybody knows that Mike Evans has already set an NFL record by getting at least 1,000 receiving yards in the first nine seasons of his career. Uh, and if he gets another one, he'll be at 10, which is one short of Jerry Rice's overall record. But I did not realize that he actually already has a record for the most consecutive seasons to start a career with at least 60 catches. And if you think of all the great receivers that have been out there, Jerry Rice, Deion, uh, um, um, all the others. Yeah, just everybody. <laughs> There's so many. None of them other than Mike have gotten nine straight seasons to start their career with at least 60 catches, which was shocking to me. Well, and, and here's the other guys on the list. When Mike is not the guy that necessarily is just your little slot guy that's getting a lot of quick little hits, yeah. that he's, you know, a lot of times running deeper routes mm -hmm. or more challenging routes or things that are not as high of a percentage as some other guys that maybe are getting some slightly easier catches, maybe not as many yards. Sure, like or a Jarvis Landry type. Right. And so that I think makes it even more impressive that to me, probably going for harder catches, he is still one of the only people to have that many. Well, part of that is, is he really quietly, and I don't think people give him enough credit for this, has a lot of versatility to his game. He can really do just about anything. Mm -hmm. I know that he doesn't play a ton in the slot, but he could do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, he can win at all all three levels of the field and I, you know I've been talking to some people that think this could be not a breakout year for him obviously or even rebound year because he has nothing to rebound for, from but if you look at his stats in the Tom Brady era when the Buccaneers had a million weapons and Tom Brady was getting rid of the ball really quickly Mike Evans was still usually your first or second leading receiver but his numbers were a little bit down from the previous years with this new offense and these new quarterbacks, we'll probably have some more longer developing plays, which should lead to more opportunities for Mike Evans to get downfield. That would be really exciting for sure. And all right, so now it is time for our trivia answer. Okay. Tell us what we have here. Well, if you had to think about this, you had to think of a guy who maybe started in the mid, I mean, the early 90s and then crossed over. Uh, but actually, the number one answer is David Moore because he came back after a couple of years in Buffalo and played until about 2007. So David Moore is one of them with 66 uh, games played in the original uniforms and 124 wow. in the pewter and then John Lynch who was drafted in 93 so he had four years I think with the uh, with the original uniforms and then played for quite a long time after that he had 56 in the original and 108 and I was surprised when I looked this up that those were the only two because yeah. my immediate thought was Tony Mayberry and Paul Gruber mm -hmm. who basically their career straddled the entire 1990s but the pewter, the pewter uniforms began in 97 and went to 99, and that's only three seasons, mm. which back then was a, a maximum of 48 games. Yeah. So they, they both had 48 games played. They didn't make 50. Oh, that's so interesting. Regular season only. Yes, regular season. Because they did yeah. get a couple play yeah. games. Yeah, that's great. I like that trivia question. That was good. All right, well, thank you guys so much for joining us on our creamsicle edition of Bucks Insider Live. We'll be back here next week. Again, getting you ready for everything you need to know in training camp.